This is the Health to Your Health and Wealth Show. Show me the money on My Talk 1071 with guests from Health Foundation's Birth Center and ClearStub Financial. Let's learn something. And here's your host, Miss Shannon. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. So excited to be able to share this information with you every episode because we have our experts from the uh, Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinic and also ClearStep Financial that rotate through and help you with your overall uh, health goals. And it's fun because we uh, talk about this often. Uh, and with us today, we have Dr. Amy uh, Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinic. And how much... Those two topics can just weave in and out of each other because it's a lot of times of if you're having stressors in your life, is it, you know, chicken and the egg? Is it because you're not managing your money? Is it because you're thinking about your health? And so your health maybe is making you make bad life choices. All of these things are all kind of woven like a scarf, it feels like. Well, and I think, too, um, you know, it's two women-owned businesses. Exactly. Working mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I love working with Cassandra and her team. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been it's been great not only to, you know, just, just educate. Right. Educate about these things that women and families um, have a lot of questions about. Right. And constantly go to Google right? for, and sometimes it's just hard to swim through the amount of information that's out there. Right. So I think it's nice that we take some of these hotter topics and these things that we hear lots of questions about mm-hmm. and really just have a conversation about it and see what callers have to say and, you know, talk from our own experience about what we do in our businesses and our practice. Right. To help. Because it is a very real life picture into the window of our lives as we do this because Absolutely. it is a matter of you know especially when we look at it from a perspective and we appreciate all of our my talkers and we know that a lot of these stories that we end up talking about are things that we see in the news or you see a headline about it and it ends up on entertainment tonight and you're like how did that end up in this particular feed why is it you know part of that thing because so many of the things that we're dealing with as what we'll consider quote unquote average human beings here in the Twin Cities and wherever you're listening, if you're listening to us on our podcast and you're outside of Minnesota, it's the same thing that sometimes we go, oh, that's a Kardashian problem. I sh- I'm surprised I have to deal with it. Yeah. And so today we were going to talk about uh, detox. And I remember that the most one of the most recent articles that was in the is, is it controversial, whatever, is when our, our friend Lizzo was talking about how she was going through her her detox. And then there was all of this blue, like from both sides, like people that are saying, no, that's a, a variety of shaming. And it looks like you're not uh, comfortable with who you are if you have to detox. And and I remember reading another article in Shape magazine was, was talking about re reach or changing the terminology of detoxing because that was toxic now. And there's just a lot. <laughs> A lot to hey, weed through, yeah, Dr. Yeah. Right. Right. Where I'm going, I thought I was helping. <laughs> Got to think, maybe I'm not. Should I call it something else? And it is complex. So thank you for bringing it up. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think it has to be. Right. Let's just, I'm just going to put <laughs> okay. that out there. Thank you. I, I don't think it has to be. And gosh, let's not make something into something it's not. Right. Honestly. Right. Right. I think, you know, detoxification, and I'm going to use the word, mm-hmm. really has been around for decades and decades in right. some form or another. And there's lots of reasons to think about detoxification from historical reasons. But really, when we think about 
detoxification here in our current day and age, you know, there's lots of different reasons that people do it. And okay. so, you know, I used to talk lots about thinking about a detox for preconception health. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great idea. Right. You know, when you think about um, the amount of toxins that we are exposed to, you know, even 20 or 30 years ago, it might have been a different conversation than we're having today. Right. Because the environmental load of toxins on our body, and this is well researched, you know, mm-hmm. there's lots of information out there, is so much more. And particularly as a childbearing person, right? you know, that's really cumulative. So you carry that with you as you conceive and pass it along to your children. And it's really that downstream effect right? for our kiddos. And so, you know, I'm not saying you've got to do this six month detox, and, right? you know, go all out and crazy if you want to. You know, there's definitely plans out there for that. But, you know, generally what and what I'm going to I'm going to frame it right now. Mm-hmm. What, what I talk about a lot is um, more a shorter time frame. We talk about like two weeks to maybe a month. Right. But I think what I found over the years is a two week detox. It really gives our body the opportunity to reset. OK. And, you know, it helps reduce our toxin load. Mm-hmm. It might help us, you know, a lot of times we talk about on this show our microbiome, all the good gut bacteria, right? So it can help us balance our gut bacteria if if we do it right. You know, for a lot of people out there, it might be a kickstart to their weight loss. Right. And it might, you know, a detox isn't necessarily a long-term weight loss strategy. Right. However, you know, sometimes it's a nice reset to really think about, getting that jump start for those two weeks on reframing how you're eating, drinking more water, going to bed, you know, Mm -hmm. exercising. Cause all of these parts that we're going to be talking about are part of the detox plan that I like to talk about. And so great. Mm -hmm. What a great way to, you know, kickstart that. Um, It can boost your immunity. Right. And Mm -hmm. Hey, Let's be honest. We need that right now. We all, I mean, if you really are like, okay, what am I worried about? That's one of the things I think that we are all across the board a little worried about now. Right? Hey, anything that we can do to be a little healthier, right. to feel better. Um, and I was talking to you before the show. I'm like, what a great pandemic project. <laughs> exactly. Because now's the time that we're focusing on a lot of things. I call this, uh, this is my personal home improvement. Like this is, this is, yeah. is me going because you and I, we've talked about this uh, a couple of times over the past few years. And I'm one of those people, and you know this uh, as, as my friend, that I am very good at coming up with the excuses as why I can't start it right now. Like there's a lot of it's going to take too much time. I have to this. I haven't bought the right things or I'm going to feel kind of sick, like all of those things. So I'm glad that we're going to be able to debunk a lot of those things today. Yep. You know, later in the show, we're going to talk about getting ready for your detox. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about what to expect. Right. You know, as far as because a lot of people hear all of these things. But, you know, if you do a detox right, it decreases the amount of cruddy that you feel. Right. And, you know, thinking about how to do a detox. And so those are all going to be parts of the show today. But, you know, it's a great, this is a great time to start. So one reason I wanted to start talking about this today really is we think about detox with the change of the seasons. Right. And I know we're, you know, a little ways off from spring here in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. It's actually, I was listening to NPR on the way and it is a record low (laughs) today. Exactly. (laughs) 
How nice is that to hear on Valentine's exactly, Day? Right. I mean, but it's one of those things. Hopefully your heart is warm, even if you're physically <laughs> right. cold today. And I've been trying to look on the hashtag positive side of it. Cause like, didn't we have a lovely December in comparison? To how, like, a lovely, yeah, a lovely, a lovely December, December and January. January. Exactly. <laughs> So we were kind of expecting it, you know, kind of thing. We knew that we couldn't get through this that much. That's not exactly. We're we're very, when is the other shoe going to drop here in the Twin Cities? We know that that's going to happen. So I, you know, I, I do, uh, when we're talking about detoxification, you've come across, uh, you've discussed it in a couple of different ways. Like when you said the the seasons, do you think that it for general, um, let's say that this is going to be the first one you've ever done. Is it something that I should go, okay, this is going to be the first one that I do twice a year or I do into the spring and then into the fall? Or, or, or is it really because there's different things every quote-unquote season that we should do it every few months? So I would say try it and see how it goes. Okay. I have a group of patients and friends who really prescribe to, you know, spring and fall. Okay. It's kind of when you think about... Mm-hmm. Spring cleaning. Right. And fall. fall yes. You know, we mm-hmm. kind of put everything away and then mm-hmm. get all of our fall and winter stuff out. It's kind of that same way for our bodies. Okay. Right. And so if we're, as we're moving into spring, you know, I, I wanted to do it today to really give a, a warm up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> but an opportunity for people to wrap their minds around it, but also to prepare. Yes. You know, a detox is not something to just like, Oh, I'm going to do a detox. I'm going to start tomorrow. <laughs> right. Likely not successful. Mm-hmm. Likely those are the times you're not going to feel quite well. Right. Um, so there is a little bit of lead up and planning time. But, you know, yeah, I think it's nice to think about the seasons. But, you know, there's also people who maybe do a detox once a year. Okay. Um, and I think once you get through your first detox or maybe even your second, mm-hmm. then you start to feel like you get in your groove. But you also see it like, oh, okay, now I know what to expect. Right. And you can modify what you're doing to really meet your needs. Okay. So it's nice to have a, this little prescribed program, no, no doubt. Mm-hmm. But once you kind of get the hang of it and understand the principles of what the detox is and what you're supposed to do and kind of the steps, then you really have that better understanding of your body. Right. And can say, oh, okay, this is what works well for me. Instead of kind of those trial times around those first few times, mm-hmm. which you're just learning. Right. Well, we are going to cover that. We're going to walk you through the steps of your detox as we move into our spring. It was going to be very hashtag positivity about this, Dr. Amy. <laughs> We're also open to taking your questions. You can be part of the health. Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. Hopefully, we will help you glow a little bit after we continue talking about detoxifying, courtesy of our friend Dr. Amy Johnson Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinic. So, Dr. Amy, uh, uh, okay, I've decided that I've read all the articles and I want to do this. Yeah. What's the first thing I need to do? Because I think a lot of it we've talked about in, in on numerous subjects is the mental hurdle is the yeah. hardest part. Yeah. Is just going, I'm, I'm prepared. I can do this. I'm going to start. So I think the biggest piece in the beginning is making your plan. Okay. Because if you have it laid out, what you're going to be doing even if it's on a day-to-day basis, and mm-hmm. you can do that for two weeks, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's two weeks. Right. I think that's the mental game, right? <laughs> two weeks. I can do two weeks. Mm-hmm. It's not even a full month. Right, right. Two weeks. <laughs> Lay out your plan. And I love really- your optimism because two weeks feels like a long time. <laughs> I like that you're like, it's only two weeks. I'm like, two weeks. <laughs> 
I'm like, <laughs> you can do it. Okay. You can do it. You're right. You're right. I can do it. Um, and really laying out your plan. So there's no guesswork. Okay. You're, tr- you're right. That does make sense. I was just talking to a friend about that the other day where we're talking about if you're doing these things, take the extra headache out of it. Oh my the, gosh. Yes. Just making it a reflex. And you know, what I would love to hear from our listeners today is I know there are meal prep services mm-hmm. that actually do the food part for you. Ah, perfect. Okay. And I was just doing a little research before the show just to kind of see what was out there. And I saw some regional things mm-hmm. or, you know, local things in different areas that did this. But I would love to hear from people if they have a meal service that helps take the food piece out of this. For perfect. Them. All right. So that number is 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. We'd love for you to be part of the Health and Wealth Show. So if you can do some of this heavy lifting for us and something has been successful for you, we would love to have you share. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think the food part is often what's difficult for people. Right. Because let's be honest, it's the food part that's mm-hmm. often difficult right. for us in other parts of our lives. Exactly. Yeah. And so... I'm going to stop doing X or do more of Y. Uh-huh. It's very difficult, especially if it's not in your normal everyday routine. So that might be an option, mm-hmm. right? So I'm just going to throw that out there. We'll put that in our back pocket as a tool. Okay, but let's not say let's say it's not an option. Okay. So that's where this plan comes into place. I would um, what I like to do is set out a meal plan for each day. Okay. And it can be a five day or a seven day or a three day, and just rotate that through. It doesn't need to be two weeks of all brand new foods and and not menus. the same thing every day. Right. Right. So mm-hmm. have a little variety, mm-hmm. but you know that's why whatever your variety needs are. Like yes. for me, I could probably rotate through a three day schedule mm-hmm. a couple times. Right. And be fine with it for two weeks, mm-hmm. and not be bored or feel like you're coming to things from a position of lack. Right. So, right. Understandable. For me, you know, if if I were to be honest, if somebody said, okay, Amy, you should probably write out seven days and you can rotate that twice. Uh, just sitting here, that feels like a little much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to so, figure out that many meals. Right. Yeah. So okay. kind of check in with yourself and say what seems reasonable for you. Write it out. Um, you know, one thing we don't do on a detox is caffeine. Mm, okay. So if you are That's hard a for people. huge coffee drinker or a huge soda drinker, you know, start backing off. Mm-hmm. Those things are really tough to go hold cold turkey. Right. So if you're saying if you do three cups of coffee a day, maybe wean yourself down a half a cup a couple of weeks out. I mean, every yeah. day for a couple of weeks out. Okay, fair enough. You'll be much happier if you come off slowly and wean off those Mm -hmm. things instead of just going cold turkey. Right. And I think I wanted to mention this because we did talk about this while you and I are during the break is keeping in mind, like part of this planning helps you know, well, what part of the detox is applicable to you and what things may not? Because I remember I'm like, okay, and then I have to not do any caffeine. I'm like, well, wait a minute, Shannon, you don't really do any caffeine anyway. Right. So, because you and I were talking about this, I'm like, I'm going to buy this new mud water product (laughs) that's going to take care of, you know, drinking coffee. Then I was like, wait a minute, you don't even drink coffee. Why do you need a coffee replacement (laughs) when you don't drink the thing? So keep in mind that as we're going through this list and anytime you put these things out, there might be certain things that you don't have to detox from and good on you. Maybe that's something that you were just like, oh, that wasn't my jam yeah so that makes it a little easier for you absolutely Mm -hmm. other things are you know 
when I talk about a detox, there's a diet component. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a way to eat. There's um, a physical activity component because we want you to sweat. We want right. you to get, you know, toxins out. Um, and so when you do that, you're just thinking ahead a little bit. And then that, then we have what they are called these physical modalities. Okay. So things like Epsom salt baths and skin brushing and mm-hmm. You know, maybe a massage is part of that, but there's a whole long list. So I have these three categories. And so things to think about how, how you need to prepare for that. So you might need Epsom salt for your Epsom salt baths. Right. You might want to do, um, you know, part of what we talk about is lemon water in the morning. Okay. So lemons for your lemon water. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to talk about some sort of a protein smoothie. So do you have a blender? Is right. that something that you can borrow or get or buy somewhere? Um. And then, you know, really making that solid grocery list mm-hmm. of what you need. And also, you know, a part of being successful in any sort of diet change is assessing what you currently have in your cupboard. Right. And how much of a, um, how much of, of a draw is that going to make you be naughty? Exactly. Like if you have all of the <laughs> snacks in your house, is it just setting yourself up for more of a headache than it's worth to tell yourself not to eat the snacks you have for the uh-huh. two weeks that you're not supposed to eat them? Like um, one of my favorite sweet treats is cake. Mm-hmm. So it's making sure that, you know, those sorts of things are not in my cupboard. Right. So there, I'm not tempted. Or crackers or whatever it is for you, you know, donate, pass along <laughs> <Right>. to friends, <laughs> eat it now. And eat then it do now, it. let <laughs> yourself, yeah, let yourself run out of them. Let yourself, because some of those things you're like, well, I had that on my subscribe and save. So it comes all the time. Right? No, just pause all of those things so that they're not there. Because that's the worst when it's calling to you in the middle of the night and you know it's there. Yep. Like my Triscuits, they have a loud voice at 3 a.m. They are very loud. <laughs> I can hear them from rooms away, Dr. Yes. Amy. Exactly. You feel, dis- I don't, I feel delicious in your mouth. Yes, you do, Triscuits. You That's why I can <laughs> Right. You'll feel so much better after you eat me. So you have to not, like, you just have to, that's real talk. Like, I, that's how Triscuits talk to me. And I think we all have that thing. You know, is it oh, soda? Yeah. Is it, is it, you know, is it, you know, some people it's sweet, some people it's savory. There's a thing that you love. That you physically feel better after you eat, probably. Oh, yeah. So maybe just don't have those around during this time, because it'll just stress you out. Absolutely. And then, you know, it's really nice to do this with someone. Yes. Mm -hmm. Do you have a partner? Do you have a roommate? Do you have a friend? This is great to do with a group of friends. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think of right now, um, it's fun, because if you have a group of friends you know, get get on WhatsApp or get on an mm-hmm. email chain and, you know, form a group. Right. Share, you know, every assign everybody one day. Yes, that makes sense. OK. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody come up with the day and then that meal planning piece is done. But inevitably, you know, inevitably, anytime we change our eating habits or any time that we are doing something that can be a little tougher or a big change, you need a raw, raw team. Yes. And if nothing else, it helps you find the funny moments in something that we know is hard. Like we're acknowledging that this is difficult and we're not going, hey, if you're not finding this easy, you're failing. That's the opposite of what we're saying today. Mm -hmm. Right, 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 right. And so it's nice or it's nice to be able to text the group and say, oh, my gosh, I (laughs) 
That candy bar is calling to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they can go, Tell no, me no. Right. You don't need it. You can have it in two weeks. Wait. How much better will it taste in two weeks? <laughs> Maybe you won't even want it in two weeks. Like, who knows? Well, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, once you take some of this stuff out of your diet, you know, you will notice a difference in how you feel. Right. You might notice your skin is glowing more. You might be sleeping better. You might have better energy. You know, if you're taking out foods that you have food sensitivities to and you didn't know it. Right. All of a sudden, you know, you, I always say, we are operating at what we know as our norm. Right. And just think, what if Mm -hmm. there was something better? Exactly. And a lot of times there is actually. (laughs) Right. And sometimes when we take those things away and we don't realize really how much of an impact Mm -hmm. they are having on us and how we're feeling in a day. And then all of a sudden our new norm happens. Right. You're like, wow. And then sometimes going through this detox then isn't as difficult because you start feeling better. Right. When you start feeling better, I feel like people sometimes get more motivated. Mm -hmm. Um. So what if, what if you could have more energy? Right. What if your eyes could feel more wide open? Yes. You know, uh, what if you're sleeping better? Um, heck, what if you're, I always think if my skin looks better and glows in a day, awesome. Exactly. You feel better about yourself. And so, yeah, all those things to be thinking about. All right. Well, we're going to go to our next break. So when we cover, what else are we going to, when we get back, what are we going to cover regarding our detox? We're going to start in the next two segments, really talking about what a detoxification program looks like. Perfect. Well, we encourage you, as we said, to be part of the Health and Wealth Show. You can call us at 651-641-1071. Share what's worked for you. Share if you've had any challenges. Hopefully we can help uh, workshop this all so we can be successful in our detox vacation. You're listening to Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinic here on the Health and Wealth Show. Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show here on MyTalk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon here with Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinic. And we're taking your calls. You can be part of our conversation today at 651-641-1071. We're talking about setting yourself up for success as you do a detox. And I think that that, you know, it, 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 it used to be that we all want to do this. This sounds fancy. Then we found ways to talk ourselves out of it. So I'm glad that you're helping go uh, set this up for a successful detox and just see how it makes you feel because maybe it maybe you know it might be something that you're like okay that's something that really works into my lifestyle where I feel the benefits Mm -hmm. after these two weeks and maybe you're like "Uh, I have to tweak it before I try it again next time yes and so I think you know we talked a little bit about what what you know reasons to do a detox we've talked a little bit about preparing for a detox Mm -hmm. now I really want to talk about the detox program in general okay So, you know, part of this is really understanding that, you know, a detoxification, at least when I think about it, is a combination of things that you do. But the goal really is to really support all of your channels of elimination. Okay. So the fancy word is a monkteries. Oh. But really, (laughs) it's all of our channels of ways that we get things out in our body. Producer Sonny, put that down. (laughs) Emunkteries. We learned today. (laughs) She and I read a lot, but anytime you come up with a new word, we both like, our lies light up like, ooh, (laughs) emunkteries. I legitimately have never heard that before, Dr. Amy. So thank you very much. You're going to use it in an argument. So you're like, you're emunkteries. And they're like, 
That's not what it means. That doesn't mean what you think it means. And she's like, you don't know what it means either. I... <laughs> Well done. Okay, so emunctories, you're, you're saying that's the so, collection of ways that we can eliminate things in our in our from our system. So there's four main channels. Okay. Our colon, our mm-hmm. kidneys, our lungs, and our skin. Gotcha. Okay. So let's be honest. Our mm-hmm. colon is, you know, having bowel movements exactly. every day. Mm-hmm. Our kidneys are how we, you know, urinate. Yes. We pee everything out. Mm-hmm. Our lungs is, of course, you know, breathing things out. And our skin, you know, we do that when, you know, I always think about primarily we think about that through sweat. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But we can also, you talked about the brushing. So maybe as or we shed. Brushing. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, you want to support those channels of elimination in this process because when, you know, when you're detoxing, you are mobilizing crud in your body. Okay. You know, you're mobilizing those toxins. Then you want to get them out. Okay. So generally when I hear people talk about detoxification, then they're like, oh my gosh, Amy, I did this detox and I felt horrible mm-hmm. for X amount of days. Right. And yeah, in a detox, you might feel a little more fatigue. Your skin might break out initially. You know, there's these, you know, you feel achy, you feel right. a little tired. But the reality is, is if you are mobilizing those toxins and you're not getting them out of your body appropriately, that's when a detox feels bad. Okay. Because, right, you're you're mobilizing all of this stuff out of your fat and out of your tissues. So and it's then moving it's around just, and then it's just, just causing trouble. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you really need to get it out. Mm-hmm. So ways that we think about getting it out are, you know, supplements mm-hmm. you know supplements do need to be part of a detox i really don't you know i guess well i guess it's really the type of detox you're looking for but if you're looking for kind of that traditional detox where you're mobilizing toxins getting them out of your body um you know we that supplement piece helps support all of the systems that help those detoxification pathways okay to get them out of your body got you so so it supports all of those elimination channels. Then there's the physical medicine that really helps move the toxins out and, and increase all of that. You know, what we often hear is that vital force, but okay. really all of that, uh, <laughs> all of the immunity, all of the mm-hmm. energy that you need in your body. Right. And then, you know, really then also taking a look at your mental, spiritual self. Right. You know, I I would be remiss if I, you know, this is a very physical process, a detox, but it can also be an emotional one. Right. You know, any times that we make these changes and we're purging, you know, mm-hmm. I'm air quoting purging. Right. You know, so that can also mean that we're purging other things in our bodies, too, because mm-hmm. all of our muscles and our cells have these amazing memories to them. Right. So. You know, whether it's something that happened 10 years ago or yesterday, our cells have this these memories that they store Mm -hmm. for us. And so, you know, sometimes there's an emotional piece to all of this as well. So, you know, when you know, I I love walking the adventure with people, you know, side by side to do these detoxes because it offers structure right. for people and it helps in the planning process. It helps know what to expect a little bit, um, but to put all of these elements into place. Well, we talk about how 
impactful your mental health can be on your physical health. So that would make sense as you're going through this. If you're like, well, if I don't, if you're saying, I, uh, as you put it in air quotes, I don't feel good. It could be that you don't feel good mentally either. And it's yeah. also impacting the way you feel Absolutely. from a physical standpoint. And um, because all of the things, yes, all of our emotions, whether you're feeling sad or have mm-hmm. depression or anxiety or, you know, obsessive or intrusive thoughts. Right. Or, you know, there's a whole litany of feelings and thoughts and emotions and self-talk. Exactly. That we have that impact the way we feel. Right. So, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a huge piece. And then, of course, there's exercise along with this. Mm-hmm. We want you to sweat. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, sweating is, not, is a good piece of this because, again, it helps support that channel of elimination to mm-hmm. get junk out. Right. So you're sweating. You're making sure you have bowel movements every day. Mm-hmm. You know, you're well hydrated. So you're peeing every couple hours. Um, we're doing this physical medicine again to just open up those channels of elimination and you're eating a clean diet. Right. And then you have those supplements on board to really um, just support all of those biochemical processes and things that that happen in our body and detoxification, particularly in our liver, Okay, that um, you can't really just do alone with food. So when we're looking at, let's say I'm going through the health food section of my local grocery store and I see all these products that have the word detox on them or liver this on that. Are there certain ones that I should be looking for as I start this process, Dr. Amy? That is a good question. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when we start getting in the weeds. Gotcha. Okay. Because some of them, is it just they just throw the title on it, but they really don't have an impact? Or? They can. Okay. And I think that's so true for much of our supplements. Okay. In some form or fashion, you know, I say if you're going to your local co-ops, if you're Mm -hmm. going to your health food stores, you know, you can talk to those folks. Sometimes they've got some good recommendations and those supplements that they have um, tend to be good quality. Mm -hmm. And when I say a good quality supplement, I'm thinking of things that don't have colors, don't have fillers, right? you know, are, you know, absorbed in your body. They aren't this um, over-processed synthetic. Right. It's sometimes these bigger box stores, I'll be honest, are, you know, may or may not have quality supplements. Fair enough. And you look on the ingredient, you know, one of the ways you can do this is really looking on the ingredient labels. Okay. And um, I don't expect you to know all the ingredients because even vitamins and minerals sometimes have wonky looking names that right. you wouldn't recognize and that's a, that, that it's okay that it's in that bottle. But you can often tell what a filler is. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know what colors and dyes look like. Right. And um, I tend to say, you know, look for things that are hypoallergenic. You don't want things like dairy, wheat, soy, eggs, Mm -hmm. those sorts of things in your supplements. Right. Right. They are, you know, they just have no place being there. Mm -hmm. So um, that's one way to start. Um, You know, we've really perfected our detoxification program over the years to to really specific supplements that we know work well. And so, you know, sometimes it's hard to say what's out there, but, you know, milk thistle really helps support your liver. And that's something that you can find either in a food form. So a lot of times we talk about milk thistle and you see them as seeds in the bulk section Mm -hmm. and you can grind them down like in a coffee grinder or food food processor and you sprinkle them over your salads Mm -hmm. or on your 
oatmeal. Okay. That's a great way to use it as a food. They also have supplements where you can get a little higher potency. Okay. Those things are great to support your liver. Um, another thing that we talk about that is considered a supplement in a detoxification is a protein powder. Right. And we were talking on break. Yes. Protein powders are so individual right. specific. Mm-hmm. And wow, I've really tried the Lithany. Yes, I've tried a lot of them too. I've dialed it in recently. Like there's two I like. There's two I like. But yeah, you do have to try a lot of them. You Mm do. And you know, the industry has really come a long way. Right. Because now they sell them as individual packets. So you can give it a shot. And if you don't like it, you don't have to feel like I spent $20 on this giant container of things that I have to slog through for a month. When I started this about 20 years ago, you had to buy the whole container. Yes, yes. And then if you didn't like it, it, I felt guilty, but I was was like, do I have to work my way through this whole container? (laughs) It was expensive. I need this. Yeah, I agree with you. Mm -hmm. So, but really, even with your protein powders, looking for a hypoallergenic formula, Mm -hmm. because, you know, what we're going to be talking about after this next break is really what that uh, diet looks like right and what your foods look like um, and a little bit more specifics about some of this you know exercise and physical medicine piece right because um, you know we're, we're trying to give these overall umbrella ideas but I want to make sure to give enough few specifics mm-hmm. that you can start maybe thinking about it and say oh okay is this something I want to be doing here in the next you know a couple weeks right and I think this is also another good opportunity when you're setting up a, that chain where you're doing that accountability partners because because then different people can research different aspects of it. So maybe oh, one yeah. person in your chain is, hey, I know uh, great resources for online fitness classes that we can all tap into and do together. Or somebody else, it's their job to go. I read all the articles on the protein powders that are, you know, it, it, these are the lists of things that maybe we'll try. Oh, yeah. And that, that, you know, again, divide and conquer before you set this all up. So you can go into it going, I'm not overwhelmed before I even start. So what I've seen who does this really well is the my friends who are doing these whole 30 groups. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the whole 30 groups, at least from what I've seen, I have actually not participated in one, but just watching friends go through them as they have this diet thing down quite well. Right. Mm-hmm. And the support and they work together and it's it's great. I've seen people, a lot of people be really successful in doing like a whole 30. Right. But what I'm saying now is add these other components. Right. Um, so it, it can be thought of similarly, kind of like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're like, it can be a team effort. So when we get back, we're going to clear up what? We're going to talk a little bit more specifics about what that diet looks like and a little bit ideas of what these physical medicine and exercise programs can be. We also encourage you to be part of the show. You can call us at 651-641-1071. Be right back with Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinics here on the Health and Wealth Show. Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon here with my friend Dr. Amy Johnson Grass from Health Foundations Birth Center and Women's Health Clinic. And reminding you before we get back into the conversation about uh, detox and uh, those detox times of the year, Dr. Amy, just that you just do provide not only a great resource here on the Health and Wealth Show, but when people have questions, it's a great opportunity for them to call health foundations because you guys are expert at going, Hey, we're, we value your questions. Yeah. Yes. I think everyone always hears me say, Mm -hmm. you don't know the right question to ask all the time. Right. But that's the problem. A lot of times in our healthcare system, as Mm -hmm. we see it is it's not that providers aren't willing to answer questions. 
You just have to know the right question to ask to get the information that you need. Right. And gosh, most people haven't gone to medical school. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think I would remember if I had put that through uh, somewhere yeah. in my past. I don't forget those things. Right. And mm-hmm. let's be honest, you know, even when it comes down, when it comes down to your own health, you want to be taken care of. Right. You know, I'm a provider, but when it comes down to my health, you know, I t- I've been talking about this a lot, actually, is caring for the provider. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, I can think of all the things that I need to think about. But, gosh, when it's me, it's it's hard. Right. And so, you know, really, we help people with that. We help you with the information that we know would be helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've done that hard legwork for you. And it's nice because you get the information I feel like you need and then can digest that and come back and ask more questions. And I know that this doesn't only happen to women, but I do think that it often happens to women where we are in the position of taking care of other people in our circle. So we feel selfish taking time for ourselves or you just go, I'll get to it later. Yeah. And then later just doesn't come around until things are so bad. Yep. Right. Because you're like, well, I don't want to take the time to stop down and do this and do that. Or it always seems like a lot of work when we're very proficient at remembering that we need to set up a dentist appointment for our kids. But then when do we take the time to do those things for ourselves? And I think, too, in our healthcare system, what I hear a lot of and, and honestly, what I've experienced as well from time to time is it's difficult sometimes even when you make that first step and then you contact a provider and they make it difficult to do what you need them to do. (laughs) If you're finding that, I think really the message is you need to find someone else. Right. Which is totally fine. Yes. It's, it's it's not personal at that point. It's you finding someone who communicates to you the way that you need to be communicated with. Yes. And you know, if scheduling is hard, if providers don't get back to you, if, if, if all of these things, if that's difficult with who you are with as a provider, you know, it is okay to make a different choice. Right. So those things maybe aren't as difficult or maybe it's just a different communication style. Right. You know, there is the right provider out there for everyone. Right. And sometimes you just need a little bit more hands on. You might be that kind of person or maybe you're the opposite where it's like, I don't want to talk to you. I just want you to send me an email. And there's some of each of those sources out there for you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, yes, for sure. And, you know, I'm a big proponent here, especially, you know, we always talk about making sure that you get in for your health care needs, make sure that you keep up with your routine screens, Mm -hmm. you know, get your annual blood work done. But particularly in this pandemic. Right. You know, I know people have put off their health care and I know people have put off things since last spring or summer. Right. Now is the time to really, I mean, it's different than it was in last March and April. Right. Healthcare's really pivoted and it's safe to be going into your clinics. It's safe to be going in to see your provider. Um, precautions have, are in place. You know, right. we have all these things to do. So make those appointments. Right. You'll be okay. You will be mm-hmm. okay. Yep. Okay. So let's talk a little bit more specifics about these detox right. components. So diet. Mm-hmm. This diet piece that we talk about during a detox is a hypoallergenic diet. Okay. Which really means that we take out the most common allergens 
Okay. And eat a really clean diet. Right. Which, if you think about it, means whole foods. Yes. Meats, fruits, veggies, whole grains. Try and take out all of those processed things and the, the, all of that stuff, the easy stuff. Yes. We have to find other easy. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is out there. Right. When you're grocery shopping, it means you're really shopping around the perimeter of the grocery store. Right. And staying away from the inside aisles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anything that's prepackaged most of the time. Just stay away from it for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And I just like to remind people, I mean, my family and I, um, or my sisters and I, you know, all the adults, we're all people who like to cook. And I know a lot of people do not like to cook or they think they're bad at it. There are so many resources out there to make your life easier oh, now goodness, and just figure yes. out how to do it. And even if you, you know, like, like you can learn how to effectively steam some vegetables. Like there are lots of ways that these things can get done. So don't be afraid if you're like, I am not a cook. You can be a decent home cook for two weeks. You'll be all oh, right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And my gosh, YouTube. Yes. Or even all these Facebook videos. Right. I've been following um, a couple of um, people, cooks mm-hmm. in particular, the last, well, several months. Right. Um. And find much joy yes. <laughs> in watching them do simple things that I've been able to incorporate into ways that my family is cooking and making it much easier. Right. And um, it has been a joy. Right. Instead of sometimes always feeling like the end of the day comes thinking, oh, my gosh, I have to think about dinner. Exactly. Why do the kids need to eat? Exactly. Again, why do they need to eat again? So, no, it is. There are lots of ways that you can make this easier for yourself. And, I mean, I, you know, I am a a geek about this kind of stuff. There are lots of studies that sometimes these making food easier for us has actually not made it that much easier. If you think about the actual time that it takes to do stuff, you're not really saving that much time of actually you know, throwing a chicken breast into a pan and cooking it for yourself. So just keep that in mind. You're not going to lose a lot of time by doing this for a little while. Absolutely. Um, The other thing, when I say hypoallergenic, I do want to just talk a little bit about what that means. Okay. And what our most common food allergens are. So it's really things like dairy, wheat, corn, soy, eggs, shellfish. Mm -hmm. And then we also take out the inflammatory foods at least i do with people when we do a detox so it's red meat Mm -hmm. the nightshade vegetables like potatoes and tomatoes Mm -hmm. um and really you know it's giving our bodies an opportunity to rest okay you know think of just go go going and then all of a sudden you you just exhale that's kind of what our bodies do when we give it a rest from all of these foods that might we might be reacting to that might be causing inflammation in our bodies and so this is like a big long rest at the spa for our bodies gotcha okay of what we're putting into it so um so you know and people kind of the you introduce that idea to people mm-hmm. and they're like, oh my gosh, what food is left? <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're kind of a red meat and potato family. Right. There are so many options out there. <laughs> and it is in this, in this two weeks, it tends to be more things like fish and chicken and turkey and, you know, those, those less reactive, you know, type proteins, mm-hmm. but there's lots of fruits and lots of veggies. You know, that you still can think about um, 
rice mm-hmm. and all of its various different forms as mm-hmm. your, you know, carbohydrate. And there's lots, it's not that you can't have any processed foods. That's not the case because there's lots of other products out there that are rice based. Right. That are actually good these days. Mm-hmm. You know, when I started this 20 years ago and we talked about all these alternatives, rice bread was still cardboard <laughs> yes. that you found in the freezer section. It was terrible. Right. Now there's so many options. That you could only toast. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. You couldn't really do anything else with. Right. So that's kind of, you know, thinking about the diet piece. You know, the other piece that we do talk about is exercise. Mm-hmm. I am not talking about going gangbusters no. and like an hour of exercise a day. That's not the case at all. We actually want fairly mild exercise because, you you know, your energy might be a little low during this. You don't want to stress and tax your body. Right. But you do want to get it moving. You do want to, you know, exercise is not only good for sweat. It mobilizes fat and right. toxins, you know, get stored in fat in our bodies. You know, it helps our circulation. Um, and it, again, helps not only, you know, with our skin as that channel of elimination, it helps with our lungs. Right. And it will help with our bowels. Mm-hmm. You know, oftentimes people who exercise have a little bit more regular bowel movements. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hear this loud and clear. If you are doing a detoxification and you are not having a daily bowel movement, you will not feel okay. Understandable. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. That is Mm -hmm. one of the supplements that we put in, but that we talk a lot about. If you're not pooping on a daily basis in a detox Mm -hmm. and backed up, just think about kind of all of that backlog of toxins that's happening because that's one big way that our body gets rid of things. And, you know, we talk a little bit about, um, you know, magnesium and how that works in our bodies for constipation or, or people who aren't having daily bowel movements. So be very mindful of that. Right. And of course, drink your water. Yes. Always comes back to drink your water. Half of, half your body weight in ounces a day. Keep well hydrated. Keep peeing. Right. <laughs> well, we'll make sure all of this information is on our website. It's mytalk1071.com. Keyword health and wealth. And Dr. Amy, uh, I'm feeling very uh, enthusiastic now about starting this detox. I think I'm going to make it this time. Yeah. <laughs> so, so thanks for sharing. So when we get here next week, we're going to have our friends from ClearStep Financial. And do you know what you're talking about next time you're in, Dr. Amy? I think we're going to start talking about some hormones, particularly thyroid. All right. So thank you for listening to the Health and Wealth Show. You can also find Health Foundations at healthfoundations.com.